The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Time to get you dialed into the biggest stories of the day. This is the Daily 10 with Matt Chernoff. All right, everybody, here we go. It's time for the Wednesday edition of the Daily 10. It's your friend Matt back again, and we're ready to take you on our 10-minute sports journey together today. Here's what's coming up on our Rhodes Group Rundown, brought to you by the Rhodes Group. You ask, who is the Rhodes Group? Well, the Rhodes Group is the independent insurance agency that I trust, that my family trusts, to give us the best home and car insurance policy with the best rates and the best coverage. As the old saying goes, time is money. And as insurance rates continue rising faster than ever, you need to get yourself at least 10 insurance quotes to make sure you're getting the best policy. Otherwise, you're talking about doing it for yourself, and that could take hours, and the likelihood is you're going to make a mistake or two along the way. Instead, get in touch with an independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group to do the shopping absolutely free for you. Plus, you're going to get peace of mind, which comes with comprehensive collision, uninsured motorist coverage, third-party liability, things we just don't know enough about. And again, we could mess it up. Instead, get in touch with the Rhodes Group, an independent insurance agency, to make sure your policy is done right. They've set up a landing page for our Daily 10 listeners, where you can go to get those 10 home and car insurance rates in just 10 minutes. Go to Rhodes-Group.com slash churnoff. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S. Rhodes-Group.com slash churnoff. Or call them to get your 10 quotes at 678-341-9667 for the Rhodes Group. Well, the Braves ended the madness that is a four-game losing streak last night. And Ronald Acuna essentially ended the MVP race along the way. We'll talk about the Braves' win last night over the Phillies, what lies ahead in the series finale, and what's left on the to-do list for the Braves. Plus, I had two thoughts about Kyle Pitts that I'm sure all Falcon fans have had once or twice. We'll talk about the Falcons getting ready to head to Detroit, trying to get to 3-0 on the season. And this is something I didn't think I would ask about Georgia's best player three games into the season. Georgia gets ready to host UAB on Saturday night in Athens. We'll talk about that and more coming up in a moment. First, I'll remind you we are brought to you by our partners at the Old Fourth Distillery. O4D is ready for fall. And as temps start to drop and it starts to feel more like football season, I know what your Saturdays and Sundays look like. They involve football, tailgating, bourbon. These are things that Old Fourth is known for. Old Fourth Distillery is ready to make your football season the perfect one. Check out Old Fourth Distillery because their products are perfect for your tailgates. They're bottled in bond, aged in Atlanta, available statewide and online. When you think football season, think Old Fourth Distillery. You can find Old Fourth brands available at most Atlanta retail locations, as well as retail stores around Georgia and online at O4D.com. The Braves did end their four-game losing streak last night. They beat the Phillies 9-3. to So they avoid their first five-game losing streak since way back in 2017. Their level of consistency, it's really special. 
teams who are really good who win championships will drop four, five, six in a row pretty consistently. The Braves haven't lost five in a row since that 2017 season. Spencer Strider pitched a hell of a game last night with only one blemish. He improved to 18-5 and five with his win. He went seven innings, gave up four hits, three runs, didn't walk a batter, and struck out 11. The only mistake came against Bryce Harper, who had a three-run home run in the sixth, and Bryce has killed Braves pitching lately. Spencer's 11 strikeouts give him 270 Ks on the season. That passes Phil Necro into second now in Braves history for single-season strikeouts. Strider now just six behind John Smoltz, who has the all-time franchise record in a single season with 276 Ks. Do you want to know the crazy part? Smoltz did it in 253 and two-thirds. Now, to say somebody pitched 253 innings right there is kind of ridiculous, but Spencer Strider right now is at 176 innings, and he's got that strikeout number in his sights, which I assume he'll get next time out. The Braves' bullpen also did really good work. It's been a minute since they've used their high-leverage guys. A.J. Minter pitched a perfect inning. He struck out a batter. Joe Jimenez, a perfect inning, struck out two. So the Braves struck out 14 Phillies in the game. To the Braves' offense, and it was all jump-started by Ronald Acuna, as it usually is. Ronnie had a huge night, and I think officially stamped his MVP, ending the race in the process. Ronald hit a leadoff homer in the first on the first pitch of the game. I find it still funny that pitchers will start with a dead red fastball to Acuna on the first pitch, and he drilled it for his 38th home run. Oh, by the way, that was his 33rd career leadoff home run, the seventh time he's led off a game this season with a homer, and the 13th leadoff homer on the first pitch in his career, the third time he's done that this season. Acuna also stole his 67th base. He is now just five stolen bases away from the franchise record set by Otis Nixon, way back in 1991 but Acuna wasn't done he had his second home run of the night in the sixth inning to give the Braves a little more of a cushion at that point at eight to three so that was his 39th bomb on the year Acuna finished three for five last night the two home runs two RBIs three runs scored a stolen base are you ready for his season totals he's hitting 338 39 home runs 100 RBIs 67 stolen bases 138 runs scored that's MVP. No offense to Mookie Betts, who's had a tremendous year. No offense to Freddie Freeman, who's had a great year. Ronald Acuna is having a historical season. He's one home run and three stolen bases away from becoming the first player in the history of this game to have a 40 home run, 70 stolen base season. It is in his sights now. I thought the top five in the Braves order, who had been kind of sleepy. Now, they did score some runs in Miami. Don't get me wrong. But not all at the same point where they were all clicking. We know how scary the Braves lineup is when you have two or three or four guys going well. Last night, the top five in the Braves order combined to go 11 for 20, two home runs, six RBIs, eight runs scored, and they walked four times. They were on base 15 times in their 24 plate appearances, so it was never-ending. The gauntlet that is the Braves offense top to bottom. With the Braves' win, they lowered their magic number for home field in the NL to eight. They lowered their magic number for home field throughout the World Series to nine. So they needed the win, lowered the magic number in the process. A fun night all around. Their stars showed up in a big way. Strider's 18th win. Acuna, two homers. Just a wonderful night at Truist Park. So today, it's the rubber matchup at 12-20 with Bryce Elder and Aaron Nola. We'll see if the Braves can take a series before they get ready to head back on the road to head to the nation's capital to face 
the Washington Nationals. Coming up next on our menu, we'll talk about the 2-0 Falcons heading to Detroit, and I'll share two thoughts I had about Kyle Pitts that I'm sure Falcon fans have had as well. But first, speaking of menus, First Watch serves its entire menu seven days a week from 7 a.m. until 2.30 p.m. In this fall at First Watch, Hot Honey is the new pumpkin spice. In its newest seasonal menu, the leader in breakfast, brunch, and lunch is partnering with Mike's Hot Honey to bring sweet heat to a custom recipe. If you're a pumpkin spice lover, don't fret. The new menu also leans into their other cozy classics. From pumpkin pancakes, cinnamon spice churros, to a wonderful pomegranate pear punch fresh juice that's available now through October 29th. Stop by a First Watch restaurant near you in Metro Atlanta, including their newest location now open in Loganville on Atlanta Highway. They're all complete with an outdoor patio, an indoor brunch bar, and you can always order online at firstwatch.com. The 2-0 Falcons head to Detroit Sunday to face the 1-1 Lions, 1 o'clock kick from Ford Field. The Falcons are a a 3.5-point underdog in the game, as again, they try to get to 3-0 for the first time since 2017. A couple of things that stood out in the win Sunday for the Falcons against the Packers. They got Drake London involved early in the game. We saw what Bijan Robinson could do all throughout in the run game, in the pass game. Desmond Ritter had his ups and downs as a young quarterback is going to have. But the Falcons also involved guys like Jonu Smith, Matt Collins, which takes me to what happens this Sunday in Detroit. I would expect Kyle Pitts will get the Drake London treatment on Sunday. In other words, I think force feed him the ball is a little strong. But think back what the Falcons did on the first play of the game with Drake London. A week after he didn't have a, a catch against Carolina, they ran a simple screen at the line of scrimmage. Drake picked up nine yards, and his day was off and running. I would say with Kyle Pitts, there's no reason you can't do the same, whether it's running some screens, lining him up in the backfield, just doing different things, running him across the formation to get the ball in his hands, and then taking a shot player two to use that six foot six, 240 foot frame. So if you want to call it force feeding him the ball, yes, I think it's time for the Falcons to do that. Here's where we are with Kyle Pitts. No matter what he does, he's not going to be able to live up to being the fourth pick in the draft. Not in this offense. Not with this quarterback. And that's not an insult to Desmond Ritter. It's not an insult to the Falcon offense. It's just a fact of the matter. It's where they are. Like, if you put Kyle Pitts in an offense with Justin Herbert or Josh Allen, you put him in an offense with Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts, maybe it looks different. But in this offense, I don't think anybody's going to have gaudy numbers outside of potentially Bijan Robinson because he's going to get the ball so much. There will be Sundays when Kyle Pitts has six catches, 75 yards, and a touchdown, and then Sundays where he gets two targets, one catch, and you wonder where he is. And I don't think that reflects on his talent. I think it reflects on his situation. But if you want to put it in a fishbowl in a vacuum of this Sunday, I would fully expect Kyle Pitts to get his seven or eight targets, some easy throws underneath, a couple of shot plays, and I think it'll look like it did for Drake London this past Sunday. So that was thought number one. Thought number two, and I'm sure Falcon fans have had this one. How different would things have been had the Falcons evaluated and scouted Micah Parsons differently than they did? And I'm not saying they didn't love Micah in the draft, but they loved Kyle Pitts more. What would the Falcons' defense, which this year looks so much better, what would it look like with a heat-seeking missile like Micah Parsons? in the middle of all the action. And still, the, the plan could have been the same around that, right? You end up drafting Drake London anyway. You end up drafting Bijan Robinson. You have these other weapons. But you could have one of the best defensive players and one of the best pass rushers in the league. 
but for whatever reason, the Falcons evaluated it different. They're not alone. I don't think Michael went till 11 in the draft. There were a lot of teams that didn't know what to do with Parsons because his size was not prototypical for any specific position, but the Cowboys did it, and it turned out to be a home run. Again, I'm not the first to have that thought. I'm sure plenty of Falcon fans have. You can nitpick anybody's draft, right, if you would have taken Micah Parsons in this draft, if you would have taken Chris Olave over Drake London. Who knows how much better things would be anyway. But that's, again, the role of the dice in the draft. We'll see if Kyle Pitts on Sunday can break out the way Drake did. And Drake didn't have a huge game, but at least he was in the game plan this past Sunday against the Packers. All right, coming up, we'll talk about Georgia getting ready for an out-of-conference matchup Saturday night at at Sanford Stadium. And a question that I didn't think I would ask about Georgia's best player this far into the season. We'll do that coming up in a moment. First, I'll remind you, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. That's my go-to sports uh, sports bar. In fact, I'm going to be going to the Daily Draft Thursday night. Tomorrow night, I will be there for trivia. Now, we're making it Falcons-specific trivia starting at 7 o'clock. It's at the Daily Draft, downtown Woodstock on Main Street. So from 7 to 9, come out, bring your friends and family, your team members. We're giving away a pair of Falcon tickets to the winner of Falcons Trivia. While you're there, we're going to watch Thursday Night Football on the best big screen in the Burbs. You can sample some of the great tastings of the self-serve taps or order from the craft beer bar. Check out one of the offerings from the brand new menu. And if you're in Woodstock, sure, it's easy, but it's just as easy if you're in Roswell or if you're in Milton, you're in Alpharetta or Canton or Kennesaw. The Daily Draft is not far from any of those locales. It's the best big screen in the Burbs, a a two-story sports viewing experience that you're going to fall in love with. See you tomorrow night. I will be there Thursday night, the 21st. That's tomorrow night for your chance to play Falcons trivia to win a pair of tickets to an upcoming game, 7-9. to The Daily Draft, excuse me, the uh, Daily 10 is also brought to us by Tribute Wines. Yes, the Daily 10 and Tribute Wines, a great partnership that we love because we love bragging on the great offerings that Tribute Wines have, including their Sauvignon Blanc. I've been bragging on this wine because, A, I fell in love with it. I know you will, too. Think about bold notes of citrus, grapefruit, pineapple. Doesn't that make your mouth water? Well, it does mine, and Tribute Wines has so many great options that you're going to love because you'll love the taste, but you'll also love the value. You can take it from me or the experts in Wine Enthusiast Top 100 Wines of 2022 that had Sauvignon Blanc from Tribute Wines featured prominently on their list. It's also been ranked in the top 25 of super premium Sauvignon Blanc sales. You can find out more when you stop by your local Atlanta retail store, and you'll find out, A, you don't have to break the bank for this bottle of wine, and again, you'll get the same great taste that you get with some of these overpriced bottles of wine. And again, Tribute Wines has all the right options for you, specifically the Sauvignon Blanc. Go check out the Tribute Wines at a local Atlanta retailer near you. The Tribute Wines Bold Flavors, Strong Bonds. As Georgia gets ready to step out of the conference again Saturday night, they'll host UAB at 7.30 inside Sanford Stadium. The Dogs are a big old fat 41.5-point favorite in the game. And Georgia's got a very long list of injuries, so it'll be uh, intriguing to see who goes Saturday night and who they rest. Like, I don't think we see Ladd McConkey. I'd be very skeptical if we saw Kendall Milton. We know we won't see Amarius Mims and a laundry list of other guys. Now, one guy that's not been listed on the injury report is Brock Bowers. But I have to ask, is Brock okay? It's not something I would ask typically three games into the season, but it's been a very quiet start to the season for Brock. Not concerning, just odd. Brock has 13 catches, but only for 10.3 yards per reception, 
which also fits in line with what's been going on with the Georgia offense that until the second half against South Carolina had lived with the underneath throws. Brock is yet to catch a touchdown. His longest catch of the season was 23 yards, and that was a run after the catch. He does have one rushing touchdown. To give you a little comparison to the first three games of the season, both last season and 21. In 2021, after three games, Brock was averaging 15 yards per reception. He had three receiving TDs. Last season, he was averaging 21 yards per reception and again had three touchdowns. What's the answer? Is it a Mike Bobo thing? Is it a Carson Beck thing? Is it a Brock isn't healthy thing? I don't know, but it definitely is something worth watching. Brock Bowers, if I'm an OC, when he's my best player and one of the best players in America, I'm figuring out ways to, again, force the football to him. Whether that's lining him up at H-back, making sure I get it, uh, get the ball to him in bubble screens, taking shots down the field against smaller defenders where I can let Brock use his athleticism. That's why I asked the question, is he okay? Because he hasn't looked bad. He just hasn't looked explosive. He hasn't been involved in the offense very much. I don't know what it'll look like against UAB, but we're going to get to the stretch of the season where Georgia will play at Auburn. They'll have conference matchups coming up with Kentucky. They'll soon enough be ready to make the cocktail party trip against Florida in Jacksonville. So at those points, you'll really start depending on on Brock, who again, to me, the best tight end in America, one of the best weapons in America, and it's just been kind of a quiet start for Brock. We'll see what it looks like this Saturday night against UAB. All right, if you guys would do me the favor of subscribing to the podcast now, if you're a first-timer, thank you for finding us. Pass the word. We're available on each and every one of your podcast platforms. You can subscribe on multiple just to make sure you're guaranteed to get it each and every morning around 10 a.m. I will talk to you on the radio this afternoon after Braves baseball on 680 The Fan, and we're back here tomorrow for the next edition of the Daily 10. Subscribe to the Daily 10 now and get the latest breaking news and biggest stories of the day every morning. Get more at 680thefan.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your favorite shows. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.